LOP in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pin game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. From the block to the booth, he the truth, just another lane lot. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product from the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 109. Welcome back to the show. Shout out to the YouTube subscribers. The page is youtube.com slash life of product podcast. That is P-R-O-D-U-K. We don't spell a word right over here. <laughs> if you need interviews, uh, sponsorships, or advertising, it is life of product at gmail or corporate.ent at gmail.com. Shouts out to Tiffany Denise. That is my little sister from another mister. She called in for episode 108 and we rocked out. Y'all showing that episode a lot of love. Uh, the numbers are slowly going up, but they're going up. That's all that matters. Today's episode 109, I got Molly Prescott in the building. Welcome to the show, Molly. Thank you. Thank you for coming through. How was traffic this morning? It was all right. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Then that's, you know, bad. that's great because Charlotte traffic is crazy. It can be bad on Freedom, but it was good this morning. <laughs> and you came from what, Gastonia, right? Uh, yeah, Mount Holly. Okay. Mount Holly, Gastonia. Mount Holly. It's kind of like the same thing yeah. or whatever. Are you originally from Mount Holly? No, I grew up in upstate New York. Oh, that's right. And I could kind of hear it. Yep. You, uh-huh. you know what? I've been getting New Yorkers on the show. Y'all, you guys are welcome to come anytime. Well, thank you. No problem. Now, what part of upstate New York are you from? So I'm from more of like Rochester, Corning, all the way mm. up, more that western side mm. of New York where yeah. it's real cold. Yeah, so cold this is nothing Hills for you. Valley, that's right. So what, uh, how far is that from Canada? Uh, about three, four hours. Three, four hours. You ever went to Canada before? Oh, yeah, we went to Canada. I heard 19, good things about Canada, yeah. man. Like, we used to go to Canada and drink at 19 because <laughs> you could drink over there. Oh, really? So you could just I didn't know cross that. the border, yep. That's, that's, how, how bad are the borderlines well, back then? went like to get over yeah oh uh, back then it wasn't bad it wasn't such a huge yeah. thing you know it was kind of normal i heard it wasn't that bad years yeah. ago i don't know about now you know you have I, you ever I haven't been in years so have you ever went to niagara falls oh yeah yeah it's, they say it's better on the canada side that's what they say i don't know i think it's all the same <laughs> to me it's all the same because like, i knew some people water. from buffalo and the dude was like it's trash on outside and yeah. i was like is it that bad he was like it's that bad yeah see me i i don't have a fair heist but being that close where i could just fall over in water i'm not with it yeah, I mean, they have railings. You're pretty safe. Really? Okay. Yeah, you're really see, safe. Th- you can go under them and see, like, all oh, the really? different... You know. I, kinda, I might I might have to go. But see, the way my life is set up and all the, the like the dilemmas I've had, I don't know, man. Right. <laughs> so I might have to. Don't lean on anything. Yeah. Just don't lean. Give me a virtue yeah, toy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you were uh, originally from upstate New York. What year did you come to North Carolina? I came here in 2008. April oh, okay. 2008. My yeah. parents moved here. Um, my mom's husband got a job with... Ingersoll ran in Davidson. So mm. we came down here and they were actually here a few years before I mm-hmm. um, came down. I was yeah. still in upstate New York. And yeah. I was still, I'm a, I'm a hairdresser by trade, but barber more so yeah. in the last 15. Yeah. Um, I came down here eight weeks after I had my daughter. So oh, she, wow. she and I, she was eight weeks. I came in April. Yeah. So she's born and raised here. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. My story's a complicated one. We're going to get into that yeah, story. so, no, she was, she's been back and forth for her whole mm-hmm. 15 years. She's been yeah. here now. Um, She was here the first three and a half years of her life, and yeah. now she's been here. It'll be two years in December. Okay, she's so. She's been back full time. That's that's interesting. So she got to see kind of both worlds. She did. She's been raised. And, and I think that's worlds. cool because it it makes her a little more cultured. So she got to see upstate New York. She wow. got to experience North Carolina. She got to see a full four seasons. Because oh, yeah. we don't really get a full four no, seasons here. 
I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. need the snow. If I never saw snow again, I'd be okay <laughs> with it. You know, in this winter, yeah. I feel like it's coming. Oh, quick. it's definitely yeah. coming. Yeah. I, you know quick. what? I'm cool with the snow. I just don't like the ice. Yeah, I don't want any. When those northeasters hit and everything freezes yeah, and we know. look like a, a snow globe, then right. I'm not. I'm it's not. not yeah. yeah. But I do like the cold. I do miss that part, but I just don't miss the negative 10 degree weather and stuff yeah, like I that. I don't miss any of that wind chill. Like no. I've told people, you just don't know what cold is till it goes through your bones. Yes. And they're like, yeah. they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, you can't. They don't get it. They don't get it. I worked outside what... for years. That's and right. Oh. I, I used to work at the airport and working at the airport, it feels 10 degrees less than right. what it actually is. Now, working outside in the cold is one thing, but when it's negative five and it's raining and you yeah. can't feel your fingers, yeah. your fingers are wet and cold. Yeah. It's one thing to be cold, but wet and cold, yeah. nah, man. It's the difference. My it's, mom used yeah. to take uh, like Wegmans bags, you know, mm -hmm. Walmart bags, yeah. and she'd wrap them around our feet, and then she'd like Yo. make sure we tucked our socks all the way up in, and then Yo. the snow pants. <laughs> I've been and there. And then the boots, yeah. <laughs> like she used to say that it took more time for us to get ready than we actually spent I remember those days snow. when I was a kid and I used to hate it and <laughs> yeah. then I actually appreciate it as an adult because mm -hmm. I was doing that before I went to work. You know what I mean? Oh. But I, I think people here, there's, there's a luxury in North Carolina that, that they don't understand that they have. Oh, yeah. There's a, a huge... And just the fact that they don't have to look for parking all the time. You pull into yeah. a parking lot, they don't have to deal with alternate side parking. Did you guys have alternate no, side parking no, no, upstate no. See, New York? I Upstate New York, like where I'm from, is mm -hmm. more like Kings Mountain. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like country. It's okay, very country. you guys got lucky. Green grass. No, see, lucky, man. Though. You know, the furthest upstate I went years ago was uh, Newburgh because my uncle bought a house up there. Uh, so us being from Brooklyn, we went upstate. We was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> we yeah, didn't realize it was nicer. Yeah, yeah where you were further up. Yeah, we used. I never went to New York City. I've been to mm -hmm. New York City twice, I think, in my life. And really? One of them was to the train station. One of them uh -huh. was to the airport. Yeah. And like, I just... Touched down in the airport. Yeah. I never explored. I never went and really? saw anything. Uh-uh. Oh, you should it go in there. Wasn't, it just wasn't. It's a headache, though, if, if you're not. if it's, You got to be mentally prepared you for it. You know, at 39, I'm still not like, mm -hmm. I have to go up there and see that. Yeah. Like, I haven't heard enough yeah. good. <laughs> and then growing you saw up home in alone upstate enough, right? <laughs> New York, right. When you live in upstate New York, yeah. everything is very different. Yes. So, that, but a lot of upstate people say that. Like, I met a guy out yeah. here. He's in Lincolnton, and he's from upstate. I can't remember. It was some small small town. Mm -hmm. And he said his family went to New York City once, right. and they got there and left like two right. hours later. Because to us, you know, New mm -hmm. York City is almost like a state all of yeah. itself. It's it not is. the same. It everybody, is. You say New York, and that's what everybody sees is New York City. Yeah. New York is a huge state. It's it got is. The Finger Lakes. It's got everything. Peaks, mountains, valleys, hills. Everything is different, man. Yeah. And if, 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 so when you go to the city, I tell people all the time, every borough is different. Right. So when people watch TV here or in other states that's not from there, they right. see Manhattan. They see right. the buildings. They don't see Brooklyn. They don't see the Bronx. They don't see Queens. They don't see none of that right. stuff. They don't see Long Island. They don't see upstate. They don't, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I went upstate a lot. I went to Jersey at one point for four years, and I would have to go upstate, like, um every weekend, every other weekend, and getting upstate from Jersey was way easier than the city. Yeah. I mean, 35, 40 minutes, I got to the border right there. It was way, <laughs> way easier. But you got to be careful. There's a lot of deer. Like, you drive up a, a, a upstate highway, upstate New York, and there's dead deer all along it. Oh, yeah. All along it. So you got to be really careful. But it's beautiful. The only the thing that I always thought when I first moved here that the streets felt smaller, and it was just because oh, yeah. there isn't snow removal. Yeah. <laughs> We're used yeah. to that big five feet on each yeah. side of you while you drive. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Where they put the snow. Yeah, and you know what I like about out here too? Insurance is cheaper. Mm -hmm. It's way cheaper. Like. Yeah. 
Yeah, less yeah. deer. Yeah, less deer and just less accidents. Well, there, there are accidents. Let me not say that. Right, don't say that. Don't yeah, let me. There's a lot of senseless accidents out here. Right. People just not paying attention and looking right. at you and they'll hit somebody. You know, I seen a, I seen an accident on 85 two years ago and there was a bus. Oh, wow. A bus hit somebody. Oh, yeah, so I hope that person got, they were all right. I hope they got paid though. That's that's not a payday I want. <laughs> Right, but you're like, how do you do that? Yeah. So what, 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 okay, so your parents brought you down here. Uh-huh. And your, your parents came in, uh, and that was 15 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, when you got here, what what was your goal, your, your course of action once you got here? Did you understand where you were in life? No. What was it? Oh, okay. no. I, I mean, that was the start of, I mean, I was young and wild. Yeah. I, I mean, so mm-hmm. I had Sophie at 24, so mm-hmm. two days after my 24th birthday. Yeah. Her dad was 20 years older than I was. I uh-huh. was partying, raising hell. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't living correctly. Yes. Even a little bit. Um, you know, he was a nightmare. He was a nightmare from Ooh. day one. And yeah. he has proved to be the biggest wow. regret in my life. I mm-hmm. love my daughter. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when you talk about failure of, yeah. of picking a person to, Oh, oh. A parent? oh, you want to talk about failure? Well, you preach it to the choir. Failure. We could go. Failure. We could talk about that all day. You know, he, <laughs> I lost custody of her when she was three and a half years old mm. to him, and I was wild. You know, yeah. I at one point yeah. I was driving back and forth from here to New York mm-hmm. to meet him halfway. New York State had taken jurisdiction. It was just a mess. Yeah, um, and once the courts get involved, this is oh, oh man, it's well, nasty. My biggest mistake, I went and got put on Xanax, mm. benzos. Yeah. So I was so anxious. You want to talk about anxious? Yeah. Woo! yeah. You know, my life was a, it was just, a, it was kind of a mess. Yeah. From the, you know, I mm-hmm. had her and mm-hmm. thought, oh, everything. And of course I partied, you know, yeah. before. Yeah. And. But partying once you're stressed out, it's different. Oh, it's a different. It's a yeah. different, it's a different. different type of party. Yeah. Now you, now you got a reason to party. Well, you it know? was just bad. You know, yeah. it wasn't even, it was just life and it just kept mm-hmm. taking, yeah. you know, the pressure and mm-hmm. the anxiety and the fear. Yeah. You know, he was 20 years older than I am. He was, mm-hmm. you know, I think about it now. Yeah. I met him. I was mm-hmm. 21 and mm-hmm. he was almost 40. That, so he's yeah, that's 19 a big years gap. older than I am. And then I'll turn, so I turned 22 yeah. in February after he turned 40. That is November. a huge gap. And it's a huge gap. Yeah. And you don't, you know. Hold, hold on for that second. We got we to gotta pay these bills real quick. Uh, we're going to come right back yeah. to that. Uh, shouts out to Inca FM, which is Spotify for podcasts. Shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Pick Your Poisons, The Life of Product Podcast, Episode 109. We will be right back with the second part of the show. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back to the Life of Product Podcast, Episode 109. I got Molly Prescott on the show with me. Um, Molly has a very unique story, story and she is a, a pillar in the community who is building now. But, you know, sometimes it takes us to go through things and we got to jump over mountains to get there. So 2008, you moved to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, had a, you had your daughter. She was eight weeks old, two, uh-huh. two months old. Yep. And the back and forth, but the father, and go, it got kind of crazy. I mean, it, get, it got super complicated. Yeah. I mean, it started as I was down here, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I think my mom has an email where she offered, she said that if we'd given $200,000, what? leave us alone. Wow. And I think my mom still has that email. I think wow. It's somewhere in my old AOL account. Oh, <laughs> you say but, you oh, got yeah, mail. All the way down. <laughs> um, you know, like he yeah. just, he wanted, he was going to 
torture me. It was mm. game on at that point. Now yeah. I had a baby. Yeah. People don't realize how powerful that is. People oh, yeah. And I was so young and I was so dumb. Uh-huh. I can remember this huge fight with my mom that we had because I was getting ready to leave and take Sophie to Florida. Wow. And she was madder than all hell because mm-hmm. I was going with him. Yeah. And, you know, she ended up being completely. It was a shit show the entire yeah. time. It was you know, parents, they tend to be right, and we don't see it until oh, years I later, man. Oh, the things I put that poor woman through. <laughs> if she listens to this, she'll be like, y'all don't even know. Yup. You know, and she's northern, very brash, mm-hmm. you know, tough love. Yup. Not really taking your crap. Yup. Like, I, I, but I like that, though. She's I, my I, biggest I, I love that. Yeah. You know? If, yeah. If she tells me... You know, I should have called her and asked about mm-hmm. my outfit, but I didn't, <laughs> you know? She would have been but, brutally you know, honest. <laughs> yeah, like, it just, it went downhill quick. Yeah. You know, once once he, they said, once he had his claws in me, that's what they mm-hmm. said, you know? Yeah. And um, it started there, mm-hmm. and by the time I got to um, June of 2011, mm-hmm. I mean, it had gone to. Crazy. And that's that's three that's three years of oh I mean sure, a, it's been a lot a lot yeah a lot can happen a lot can happen in a year so just imagine people like what can happen in three months oh, man, and the you, back and forth and that the, the yeah. absolute torture and the mm-hmm. text message we're talking hundreds a day I would get I would have paragraphs from this man and that was back then so like that was like the flip phone <laughs> that's so right. that's when you got to hit the, the number right. three yeah. times for yeah. just you know what I'm saying yep. JKL yep, that's yeah right. that's a lot yep. <laughs> that's and, a lot. Um, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah that man, your text message skills had to be yep, up to par to do that. Yeah, my face, my first Facebook picture was in that apartment. Today, <laughs> yeah. Uh, up on the, yeah, I think it was on the balcony of the yeah. apartment I lived in in Cornelius. Wow. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, like it, you know, a lot had happened. A yeah. lot had happened, and mm-hmm. um, that June I went on Xanax. Mm. Wow. I remember going to the doctors mm-hmm. and thinking can't take anymore i can't i'm yeah. so anxious i'm going back and forth to new york yeah i'm going to court i'm yeah. working full time i yeah. worked for the sport clips at that time up um, in burkdale village in mm-hmm. huntersville yeah you know life was just it was wild it was, yeah it was a experience that i had never experienced before mm-hmm. and know? being being so long, young you were in your 20s uh, when a man, when a, a man twenty years older, and a, a lot of men do this, right? And they get in their forties and they try to live on their second life, yeah. And they get with younger girls and yep. things like that, but that's not really the way to go. Well, you know, the it's, thing it's, that I've learned, you know, is it's the mentality. Yes, because you know? a lot of men haven't grown up by that time. Correct. And you know, you didn't the things he knew that I just didn't know. I was so easily manipulated. Yeah. And you know, it turned out to be my biggest mistake. That mm-hmm. man tortured me from. Yeah. From the jump, you know, back mm-hmm. then I was doing a lot of pills. I was yeah. eating a lot of pills and yeah. then it just spiraled. Yeah. It was like a ball that went rolling downhill. And yeah. the next thing you know, I was in this crappy relationship with a man. Yeah. I had gotten into mm-hmm. a fight with him. Sophie was with my parents for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I ended up in jail. I hit him so hard. Mm. And it was like a ball that started yeah. rolling. We we all have been down for the weekend. Oh yeah, and you have to remember <laughs> we, at this point I'm still there. I'm still a hairdresser, so bartering yeah. has been my my actual yeah my solid foundation. Yeah, and that, that 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 brings a lot of money too. And that's another thing too. Whenever when you get caught up in streets, whether it's alcohol, drugs, running around, but you have a solid source of income, that's a bad combination too. Because now you got access to that whenever you want, it and it can affect your. Did it did at any point 
did it affect your 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 uh your talent or your craft at any point? I mean, I think for a while there, I I felt like I couldn't cut hair unless I was mm. you know yeah. feeling something. Yes, and that's where you know you. The, what people don't realize about addiction is that it's it's something deep rooted in you. It's yeah. not something. It's not something that. Yeah. The misconception. Let's go back. The misconception yeah. is that people who are addicted to something are these junkies and they're this and they're nah, that. It's deeper than that. You know, the difference is you can be addicted to alcohol, you can be addicted to food, you can be addicted yeah. to sex, you can yes. be addicted to gambling, yes. you can be addicted to all of these things. Mm-hmm. But the light that you put on it when somebody's addicted to a substance yes. is a lot different. It is. It is. So when I got like that, the mm-hmm. judgment came and I had to do a lot of fighting and pushing and pulling and, yeah. you know, I had to get myself out of a situation that yeah. I had now gotten myself into. And now yes. I'm in the stigma on top of it. Yeah. So I'm a woman. I've lost custody of my daughter. I was on a substance. Yeah. It didn't matter that that substance was given to me by the doctor. Yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't. You know, because they don't, they don't look at them as a, they're not the drug dealer. Right. You know, they're the prescriber. They would say, you couldn't stop because of Sophie. Yeah. That's not the way it works. There was something in me Mm -hmm. that had been so shattered. And until I worked through it and Mm -hmm. until I got to that place where I was like, no, I want better. I can't live on these threes. I'm not made for this. If you look at me, I have this appearance. Yeah. I had this appearance on the drugs on the streets. Like I still had my hair done, my makeup on. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, there was a point where I had my coffee pot with me all the time, and people mm-hmm. made funny about it. I still yeah. have yeah. coffee cup with me. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's like some things never yeah. change, but I've learned now. Yes. You know, the, it's a wild journey. It, it is. You know, when you talk about being like the deep-rooted part of it, when I was growing up, my mother, uh, she was uh, an alcoholic. She used mm-hmm. to drink a lot, right? And I commend her because, you know, before she passed away, we spoke a lot about it. And she had kicked the habit years before that. She never went to rehab or anything like that. I didn't understand it. But as, you know, I got older and I know this stuff and we started talking. My mother, she was raising the projects. My grandfather was never home. It was my, my grandmother had like 11 kids. My grandfather had like 11, 12 kids. It was kids raising kids. Mm-hmm. Now you got all these kids raising kids. They in the middle of the hood. Um, They're in Brooklyn where everything is lit, is popping. And she dealt with a lot of things. My grandmother took a lot of anger out on her and would beat on her a lot when she was younger because she was closer to my grandfather. Then my grandmother, you know, I love my grandmother, may she rest in peace, but she was like a little overly religious and fanatical and would let her sons get away with things, but one of those, she would be more harder on the girls. And that's another thing that happens in the community nobody talk about oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So after us, you know, after I got old and I saw things for what it was and we spoke more about it, I understood it. Like I like I didn't understand it growing. Up. I never judged her, but I I understood it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you get, I get it now. You know, there's a lot of things I worry about that with Sophie. You know, because I've had to be very transparent with my daughter. You, you have know, to. My daughter was taken away at three and a half, and when I say that her dad put me through hell, I'm talking. Mm. I went to court three times a year. Yeah. For the last ten years. Yeah. And when people, you know, I actually was thinking about this last night. Mm-hmm. I can remember. So I'm at my height of my career at court. Mm. I am running store that's doing almost $20,000 a week for mm-hmm. $25 haircuts. This is yeah. So you guys cutting, cutting, cutting. Yeah. I think I had at that point 13 women underneath me. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to be in a manager meeting. Mm-hmm. And it was here in Charlotte. And I ended up going to McCoy's. And I remember having to mm-hmm. leave that meeting that I'm in. I'm talking, I'm in a meeting with, I think at that point it was 50 other managers of the state of North Carolina. Yeah. And 
you know, people who are the you know, area developers and people who are buying this company yeah. that I'm working for and I'm like a top producer you know, yeah. for and I'm, you know, they're, they've got me up here kind yeah. of on a pedestal making my head big. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I had court. And when I tell you that yeah. this man had me in court three times a year, any time that he thought I was getting a promotion, he would come after me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I can remember losing in court that day. So in one particular day, I had court. I'm in a manager meeting. I'm at the height of my career. My score is doing phenomenal. All in one I day. start drinking Red Bull. Or not Red Bull. Vodka. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? What I know what you're talking about. Ah, uh, 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 I know. I know. I know what you. Yeah. I know. I know the bottle. Fireball. Fireball. There, there we, we go. go. It was on the top yep. of my tongue. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was like all of that stuff came out. Yeah. All of that yeah. pent up anger. All of that. Yeah. And, you know, I can remember how that impacted yeah. my life after that. You know, mm-hmm. the the perception of me is people have no idea what I was really going through. They, they don't. No people don't know what court feels like. They don't. Turn around. This court man, is scary. Man, it was so wild. It was just <laughs> wild. You know? Wild and, is an understatement, right? Yeah, and you yeah. just keep going and you're yeah. trying to figure out how to stay on top and how to yeah. keep getting to the next level. Yeah. You know, because you're every time I turned around, I had somebody else trying to knock me over. Yep. You know, if it wasn't Sophie's dad, it was another hairdresser, you know. Mm-hmm. The big thing always used to be beat Molly's door. You know, wow, I, yeah. I, yeah, but I did things that were intentional. You yeah. know, my hair was done every yeah. day. My makeup was on. Mm-hmm. I wore lipstick every day. Yeah. I had a team that was expected to be the certain thing because yeah. that's what produced the money. That's right. I, I you know, I was known as the, the mob boss because yeah. I was a little bit like, <laughs> I was a little yeah. brash. You know, yeah. it was like, we're trying to do something yeah. here. If you want to be a fully booked stylist, you yes. want men to sit in the waiting room and wait for you, yep. this is what it looks like. Exactly. You know, I had followed people who taught me, and, you know, I just knew that because I had been so low, I yeah. knew I had to figure out how to get back up. Hold, hold that thought. And I, I like what you said, how to get back up. We're going to talk about that on the third part of the show. It's the Life of Product Podcast, episode 109. I got Molly Prescott on the show with me. We'll be right back. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 109. I got Molly Prescott in the building, and she has an incredible story. Now, you, 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 you were the Tony Soprano <laughs> over there. You was up there, and they were trying to bring you down. I mean, every, it, wasn't, it wasn't that they were trying to bring me down. Uh-huh. It was, I was self-sabotaging because mm-hmm. I had so much going on yeah. that I was trying to be mm-hmm. what was expected. And then yeah. I was trying to get my daughter back because yeah. I was never going to allow what I had done that one time yeah. dictate her her path. Yes. And, you know, that's what had kind of happened. You know, mm-hmm. her father had tried to keep her from me. I had all that going on. I was still drinking. Yeah. I was wild. I um, chose relationships that were bad for me. And yeah. I had to figure out how to fight through all this yeah. to get to a different place. Yeah, when you when you're in that place, it's crazy as far as like negativity, how it gravitates towards you. It okay. pulls you like in a whirlwind, whether it's negative yeah. friendships, negative relationships too. Like once you once you're like here and you got that cloud over you, it all comes rushing in like a tidal wave. It does. And and it's like you have to ask yourself, how can I get away from this? That's right. How <laughs> and you, can I get out of it? Yeah. And I didn't know how I was gonna get out of it. That was the you know, that was the thing. The only thing that I knew that I had control of mm-hmm. was 
going to work every day, getting mm-hmm. up, putting yeah. my hair on, not yeah. putting my hair on, doing my hair, <laughs> yeah. putting my makeup yeah. on, um, doing the next right thing. You know, yes. I had learned a lot about, you know, spiritual principles and I had learned yeah. about doing the next right thing yes. because I had been so low. You know, I had yeah. been homeless in Atlanta. I lost custody of mm. my daughter. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a window to throw it out of. You know, yeah. I've always said over the years, I lost my house, my car, my kid, my job. Like, yeah. I lost everything. When you yeah, talk about that's it, everything. All the way down that's there, down, yeah. Now, down, I, down. now I had this opportunity to do it all over again, and mm-hmm. I was going to do it right. Yes. So I was going to be a leader. I wanted to figure out how to help people. I wanted to figure out where I could go, how I could help people. You know, yeah. and all while Tara and Barbering has been that anchor that kept yeah. me grounded. You know, no matter what I did, I could always go and cut my hair. Yeah. You know, there was a point in time my hands shook from coming off the Mm. so bad yeah. that I couldn't hold my clippers. Wow. You want to talk about how that feels? That's Somebody who has cut, so at that point yeah. in time, I had cut hair. I'm at 20 years this year, so back then, so mm. that was 11 years ago, so I was 10 years in. Yeah. And you want to tell this person that they, mm. I couldn't hold my, my clippers straight. You yeah. Know, people were like, the doctors, they didn't know because I was in rehab. I had mm-hmm. seizures coming off of them, you know? Yeah. So it was like, they didn't know if I did any damage, but yeah. I knew that when I finally got to that place, all of that stuff that I'd been yeah. through, there was reason for yeah. it. Now I'm helping women become women. I'm teaching hairdressers that yes. having your hair done and your makeup on is important. Mm-hmm. Having conversations with people, a consultation in the barbershop, yeah. asking a man how he wants his hair cut. Yeah. That is we t- it is, because we take it just as serious as women. Yeah, but people think that, it's, that men's hair is easier because there's less hair. You're wrong. You mm-hmm. need to flip that around now. Yeah. Because <laughs> guess what? It's harder because there's less hair. If yeah. I mess that up, there's nowhere to go. There's not. Mm-mm. There's nowhere to go. You Mm-mm. know, it's it's been a journey. Yeah. This has been a wild yeah. journey where you just keep going. Yeah. You know, people always want to know how you do it. You just keep doing the next right thing. Yeah. It's very easy. Yeah. It's you found your purpose. Easy. You it's like you found your purpose in life to I don't, I don't you know, know I'm there yet. But you're you're definitely on the I'm way on, though. I'm on the you're, def- sure you're definitely, definitely on the way. It, being on the way to finding your purpose, because I've, I've had things I've done and I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do, but I did it anyway because it felt right and like a higher calling was telling me do it. Yeah, you know, right. just like just like with podcasting, like like before I got into podcasting, um, uh, my mom's my mom's was staying with me when I was taking care of her before she died, and she was like, and she's in my, she's in my kitchen, and I got home from work one day, she's like, you should do podcasting, and I was like, what? <laughs> Then my son said something to me later, and I was like, have you been talking to your grandmother? Because both of y'all are telling me yeah, I should do it. So a few months after, you know, I was I was just doing my research, like uh, what distributor I'm going to go with, how I'm going to do it, my setup. And then I did it. And then it was, it, it like I had the first, I would say the first five to ten episodes was me just figuring out the, the technicality part. Because I was already doing music. I knew about that. Talking wasn't the problem. It was just the format of yeah. it. And All once I got it. They don't. They don't understand it. You know. Unless they put it in. I've learned that you don't understand it till you put in the work. That's right. And you know. Yeah. I get in a lot. I get a lot of flack. Because there's a lot of people that are like, Yeah. You know why? Because I'm not gonna let you Mm -hmm. sabotage yourself. Exactly. You want want people to look at you crazy and not take you seriously. Don't be. Yeah. I'll tell you how to do it. Yeah. Don't do your makeup. Don't do your hair. Mm-hmm. Don't come to work on time. Yeah. Don't do your best. The, yeah. All of those things play into it. Yeah. Everything that you do mm-hmm. is is a public display 
you of how it you is. think about yourself. It is. So if you want to make it to the next level, yes. you need to act like you're already on the Thank next you for level. saying that because a lot of people don't realize if if I walk into your business, if I, I usually do my own bid, right? But uh-huh. I used to go to the barbershop heavily. If I walk in a barbershop, I'm not gonna go to the barber that just looked like he woke up, got That's out right. of bed, and came to work. I'm That's not doing. Right. I'm not doing that. That's right. I am not doing that. People, I'm, you know. You're, 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 so you're, you're a barber. Mm-hmm. You're in the business of making men feel yeah. good about themselves. Yes. You're a hairstylist. You're yeah. a braider. You're a makeup artist. Yes. You know, there's so many different entities of this humongous yeah. circumference that I decided to jump in the middle. Exactly. Of. You're not gonna go to the one that looks like you. <laughs> I'm you not. Used to, so this woman who was my boss for many, many years. Yeah. She do not come in this salon looking like you've been rode hard and put away wet. <laughs> and you know what? That's the truth, though. When you look at somebody, you're like, yeah. you're like, did you look in the mirror before you came? Obviously, they didn't. You know, they didn't. And, I tr- and I'm trying to get my daughter to understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. You, yeah. you have to. Look, you have to look the part. Yes. And play the part before you get the part. These kids and nowadays they, don't get that. No, they, they these kids want these. Me to give it to they want to wear hoodies in the summer, That's and they right. wear they want to wear pajamas yep. smack in the middle, yep. went into the mall and out to eat, and See, it don't, don't it, it. it don't made, work like that. I made my daughter put on a real bra, and I mean a real <laughs> bra. Like, she had a sports bra, yeah. and I was like, no, so yeah, a real bra, you know, like that yeah. thing that I made you, that, like yeah. I bought you. It looks there like you go. two. Yeah, exactly. Like, but these and these kids don't get it, and um, like I, I was telling my sons, I said representation is a big thing, right. right? I said sometimes your first your first chance of how you represent yourself is your only one. You, right. You're not going to get another one if That's people right. don't feel like you represented yourself, okay. right? Now, I, well, a lot of people people watching and listening don't understand, right? The, there might be a person that got an opportunity and they didn't deserve it, but they represented themselves, right. right? They were dressed right, they smelled right, they were groomed right. They seemed to know what they were talking about, and then once they got in that position, they learned what they thought they were talking about, and now they went further. I did that in Atlanta, so <laughs> I, I, mean, I got a good story for that one too. I was in Atlanta. We're talking. I had left here, mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything. We're not talking shoes, makeup, jewelry, yeah. nothing. I had on like a pair of ballet flats. Yeah. And this is in February. So yeah. Let's think about that. No socks. No shoes. Nothing. I end up in Atlanta. That's a mm. whole other story. We can yeah. get into that another day. Yeah. Anyway. So, ATL is scary. So, so anyway, I'm homeless in Atlanta. Well, I end up with this opportunity to go mm. and work at P.F. Chang's at Perimeter Mall. Yeah. I have, I can remember, I had mm. no underwear on, a bra on that was literally given to me in a homeless shelter, mm-hmm. a pair of sandals that were about broken, and a sundress. And it's, wow. And it's, and it's hot. But I had this opportunity, yeah. and I had to have this opportunity. I needed the money. Yeah. Like, we're talking, you can live in a homeless shelter that mm-hmm. doesn't let you work, or yeah. you can go to a rehab center, like yeah. a halfway house. Yeah. They don't let you work either. They want you mm. up at 5 a.m. doing dances and exercising oh, wow. and praising That's the crazy. Lord and doing some stuff there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, hell no, I can't do this. Mind yeah. you, hairdresser, all these years. Yeah. So this guy ends up having an in. He was a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, they need people. Yeah. Me, I'm a hot mess right now. We're talking yeah. hot mess. Like, you can't get more hot mess than mine. You cannot get more hot mess than Pot mine. is hot. You know? Yeah. And I talked my way into that job, and I got that job. Uh-huh. And I stayed at that job all the way up until I left Atlanta mm-hmm. in August to come back to Fort Pitt after I had- Yeah. But that's yes. what I'm talking. That's what yeah. I try to give people. I talked my way yes. based upon my look, my way I held myself, yeah. the confidence I had in myself. Mm-hmm. I knew that I had to get to the next level, yeah. and I knew that was going to be me. I mean, I mm. worked at a hotel by the Brave Stadium. You want to talk about the most disgusting things I've ever seen? 
<laughs> is that the one where okay, if you if you're on the side of the Brave Stadium, is right there. No, There's so two of them. Yeah, so if you're at the back side of the the old Brave Stadium, oh okay, not okay, the new one, okay, okay, the okay. Old one. We're talking. This yeah. is in the middle of the hood. Yeah, and yeah. I remember where? Okay, so that was the old one. Yeah. I got myself that job with. Yeah. And I'm walking down, and these men are just hollering at me. They're screaming. <laughs> you got a picture. I mean, I'm you know yeah. 50 pounds skinnier, long yeah. blonde hair. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a hot mess back then. I yeah. Was, I was beautiful. Number one, yeah. was the first dish. Yeah. Number two, I knew it. And number yeah. three, I was gonna get to that next level. Yeah. And I remember this guy, I'm talking, we're walking through the scare. And if people know the old Brave Stadium, mm -hmm. it was like the Brave Stadium, mm -hmm. the hotels, there was like a business center. Yeah. And then right here, I mean, this was the hood hood. We're yeah. talking one of the worst hoods you'd ever been in. Yeah. They would rob people and murder mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. And one guy told me, he says, when you walk through that hood, you smile. Keep your head up and you just keep going. You don't <laughs> yeah. look down. Don't, don't break. No. Nothing. Don't nothing. break. I, nothing. Nothing. You just smile and you keep moving and they yeah. won't mess with And they won't mess. That's, that's, that's right. kind of how it is. It is. And yeah. you know that and I've kept that piece of advice and I tell people that all the time. You know what? Hold that thought. We're going to come right back. It's the Life of Product Podcast, episode 109. We got Molly Prescott on the show. We are dropping knowledge. We are dropping motivation for you guys. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 109. Uh, Molly Prescott uh, on the show. We just established that Atlanta could be a scary place. <laughs> Atlanta could get a little crazy. Um, so fast forward, after all of that happened, and you have been able to bless the bounce back, get back on your feet, you now have your own shop. I do. And what's the name of it? Uh, it's called Faded Cuts and Shades. You can find mm -hmm. Faded Cuts and Shades on Facebook, on uh, mm -hmm. Instagram. Yeah. TikTok, it's Molly Shades all day. I actually go live. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just, I love hair. And, yeah. um, you know, I worked for people for a really long time, and mm -hmm. the opportunity just kind of presented itself. It was not That's something great. that I was, like, out looking for. It just happened. It just happened, yeah. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend and I, we went to Webb's Custom Kitchen. He had planned, like, a, you know, a Valentine's Day dinner mm -hmm. at Webb's. And Webb's is very fancy. It's a fancy restaurant. It's mm -hmm. five-star dining. Um, it's just a really nice place. So yeah. while we were waiting for our table, we had a late reservation. I think we both work till seven yeah. seven thirty, eight o'clock. So we get there and next door there's a barber shop next door. And mm -hmm. I kind of peek in the window, you know. Yeah. And, and I want everybody to keep in mind, I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have any money. We're not talking yeah. I have money in savings. We're not talking I have yeah. anybody giving me any money. Mm -hmm. None of this, you know. Yeah. So I kind of peek in and, you know, it's a dream. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll call. Yeah. So I kept that phone number and that picture in my phone February and all of March. Mm. And I think first week of April. If I'm remembering correctly, I mean, I'd have to go back and do some research, yeah. but I feel like it was like April or so. Yeah. I pick up the phone and I call this landlord owner because mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a commercial guy. All yeah. he does is, you know, the commercial properties. Mm -hmm. He rents them out and stuff. And I pick the phone up and he tells me in that moment that he's getting ready to go on vacation. He's got two other people. They're interested in mm -hmm. national. They're going to come and talk to us. So it doesn't yeah. sound like it's not likely that I'm going to get. Yeah. You know, it's already too far. Right? Yeah. Well, lo and behold, middle of May, beginning of May, he calls me back and says, Neither nice. of those people worked out. <laughs> nice. I'm not getting into any details. Yeah. You know, and. Doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah, so he says, Can you meet me? And I was like, Well, you know, first week of life, I think it was probably a Tuesday or Wednesday. And by that point, I'm already back to work. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I can meet you next 
Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we planned to meet, and uh, this man and I sat yeah. in the barbershop two hours. Wow. Talking about, just talking about the barbershop, talking about all my experience with yeah. sport clips, talking about all the things I had accomplished for doing that. That's dope. Um, talking about life, talking about how things flow. You know, yeah. I told him, I'm like, I don't have any money. Like, my credit's not that good. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, yeah. I think this is the right fit for me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pull some strings. I'm going to have to make some phone calls. Yeah. And prior to this, you know, getting back to what we mm. talked about, about firsthand seeing the way you look and the way you present yourself. Yeah. That's what I had done for years. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have. Mm-hmm. So prior to this, I had called people that I know. So yeah. we're talking people who own businesses, people who have yeah. businesses already established in Charlotte, yeah. people that I know through cutting hair. I cut yeah. their hair. And they're my friends. I've yeah. cut their hair for, you know, some of them 10 years. Yeah. And I was like, well, can you guys come help me? You know, I don't want to screw up on this lease agreement. I want to make sure that I'm getting the right terms. Well, yeah. lo and behold, one of my clients was like, you know what, Molly, I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you. And you that's can, great. You can, that's great. You can take me back, you know, when that's, I sign these agreements. That's and great. Did. So we went in there, and yeah. his team of people, you know, I don't, I'm not going to throw him out there because I don't yeah. know if he wants to. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. But, you know, Shouts it's, out to him, though. It's like he came in and he helped with the stuff, you know, and he's given mm-hmm. it opportunity yeah. now i can't screw up this opportunity mm-hmm. so you know i own this barbershop it's been a struggle yeah people oh yeah it, that, i believe it think that once you get in the building it's oh know, no it's hard yeah you you you're, as a entrepreneur you're working doubled in a person oh, that just man. clocks in and works a nine to five you know i just didn't realize yeah. how much it's the money yeah people are like you know, as long as you have this, this, and this. No, mm-hmm. like, it's hard. This yeah. is hard work. Yeah, it like, is. It you is. know, I, I'm doing a beard contest. We've had a... Yeah, I saw that. Up. I wanted to ask you yeah, about that. We, yeah, we're ha- we had, a like, a back-to-school fundraiser. Yeah. What you can. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've done all these things to help. And, I, you know, I have a, a story in the paper. And, yeah. You know, it's a lot of... Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of vulnerability. But you know the community work that you're doing is also going to help fuel it. Hell it's, you know. it's, it, it, it shows people that your your involvement is golden, and oh, it yeah. shows people that you really are about that. Like you're not just because people don't like new businesses coming into a community mm-hmm. that just come in and they don't. Hey, how you doing? They don't yeah. like that. They want you to introduce yourself. No, <laughs> you know no, what I'm saying? I embarrassed myself at city council across the street. <laughs> I called him congressman. My mom's like, you really leveled up. You know, this yeah. small town, yeah, city council exactly. in Gastonia. You put them up in D.C. where all the guys. That's funny. I was like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Not, you know. But you, you, re- you recently, uh, I believe, were with the mayor yeah. of Gastonia. Yeah. I, I can't remember. What's his name? I forgot. Um, his name is Walker Reed. Walker Reed. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, what, what, how did that go? Um, it, we were just talking about the beard contest. You mm-hmm. know, when I first moved in, I know, you know, back to those um, connections that yeah. I was given by the grace of God, you know, mm-hmm. I was given his phone number by another business owner, a yeah. prominent business owner in that area, yeah. who's also helping me. You know, he he said, just call the mayor, you know, see what, That's great. what's going on. And then yeah. I talked to him that time, and then I went over to uh-huh. city council, and there's, you know, the public expression part of city council where everybody can kind of talk. Yeah. And I just went up there and embarrassed myself and said, hey, I'm Molly <laughs> across the street, you know, like... Yeah. You know, you. I just, I, I feel like I'm always, mm-hmm. you're just putting yourself out there. Like, if you yeah. want something better, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have yeah. to be willing to embarrass yourself. This is I true. I stand outside and I'm handing coupons yeah. out. And, you know, the funny part is, in South Charlotte, I don't mm-hmm. worry about clientele. Why? Because yeah. I've been 
Yeah. When you move 30 miles, yeah. it's not really 30 miles, it's probably like 19 or 20 yeah. miles, because that's 85, so it 85 is. is a D. It I is. I don't know if I can say that swear word, <laughs> it's bad, you know, is. you never know what 85 is going to look yeah, like. Yeah, 85 is different, it's like a Gemini, yeah, it's just different, you, you know what I'm saying? You just never know, yeah. so you know, you could be there in 15, 20 minutes, or yeah. it, it's an hour for you to get up. Yeah, there. and every part of 85 is different, yeah. like the Kings Mountain side, yeah. it's not going to be like... The, the side like uh, uh uh like right here it's yeah. not it's different yeah that's why you know so, so a lot of the clientele that I'm getting is going to be like mm-hmm. you know Kings Mountain Shelby yeah. Lincolnton yeah Denver you know because it's mm-hmm. the easier way to come so but it's, it's great like, though you in that area though because I I don't I don't know what the barbershops are like over there but to bring like the talent and the level of skill that you have to that area it might have been something that they needed well you know and it's exciting I had a guy come in uh it was last Saturday. Mm-hmm. He's like, I read all the reviews and talked mm-hmm. to people, and you're the best in this yeah, area. Yeah, word, you word. Know, and historic downtown Gastonia is coming up. It's, uh-huh. you know, like they're trying to make it big with bars and breweries. And there's yeah. a place, there's a place called the Rooster. They have like uh, live music, and they mm-hmm. have like bands, and they have open mic nights. Yeah. You know, and then you've got webs on the other yeah. side, and then you've got the cigar bar. Up I didn't know that. Corner. There's really? a little corner store. Uh-huh. Like it's, you can drink in that area. Yeah. So you can kind of. Oh, that's kind of cool. You man. can walk through it. You yeah. You can actually go, you know, to the different locations. Like, it's just, they're yeah. really trying to make it like a, mm-hmm. an, a, an area for people to gather. But they you know? should, though, because well, it needs you know, it. That's what I think North Carolina is trying to do is keep mm-hmm. people kind of where they can, you know, yeah. minimize drunk driving, minimize stuff like that. If you have a place yeah. for people to gather, they yeah. don't have to go as far. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, it's a new life for me. That's and, great. You know, I've Congratulations. Made I've made it here and we are here. We have arrived and we're not going to stop. And That's I'm right. Going. It's up from you here. Know, it is. It's going to be great. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've i always cut hair. That's what I'm good yeah. at. I've based my whole life and my foundation on yeah. what I know that I'm good at. You know, yeah. my grandma, I took her for my state test. Uh-huh. And she she always used to tell people, she teased and she teased and she teased. <laughs> and it was because I was going to make sure that it yeah. was right. That's right. You know, when somebody gives you instructions and they're telling you yeah. how to do it, I always tell people, you know, my tone can sometimes be off. Mm-hmm. My personality is yeah. very, very, very strong. Mm-hmm. I come off, I can control a room with my energy. Yeah. And people, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, listen to what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. what I'm giving you are nuggets on how you survive in this life. That's right. I didn't make it by yeah. being soft and sweet. And, you know, the, the truth is the truth. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when we have to look yeah. at ourselves, and that's what I learned, I had yeah. to look at Yes. When I talk about me, I had to think about why I had a baby with a man 20 years older. Mm -hmm. I had to think about how I ended up on those Xanaxes. I had to think about how I ended up in the streets of Atlanta. About how I made these decisions to get me here. Were they great decisions? No! But you know what? They They had to happen, though. Look where we at. Because I am who I am. Exactly. Exactly. I am more powerful now. That's right. I am more unbreakable now. That's right. Time and he'd say, I don't worry about you. Why? Because mm-hmm. you're unbreakable. That's you, right. Uh, you can't be broken. You're, you're not going to let anybody break you. Facts. They think that you're weak. Yeah. You're going to show them what weak does yeah. not really. You know, the, the people that are a lot of weak people, they try to equate their weakness and push it off on oh, other yeah. people, but you can't do that. You can't, just like how you say you come off brash and things like that. Don't look at it as you're coming off brash. If, if you come off aggressive, that means you're talking with passion right. and you're trying to 
direct that person the right way so they don't make the same mistakes as you yeah. did. Because I tend to do that to people sometimes, and they'll be looking at me like, wait, calm down. I'm not going to calm down because I, if you took the liberty to ask me something, right. I'm going to take the liberty to give it to That's you right. the real way. Because if I don't give it to you the real way, life's going to do it. Yep. So you rather That's me right. tell it to you verbally or life whoop you mm -hmm. out. You got choice. <laughs> well, you know, it's the ones I know this that you can't, you know, you can't, can't let people decide. You know, okay. I always. Yeah. You can't. You can't let yeah. people decide who you are, what yeah. you are. You yeah. know, Wendy actually said that to uh -huh. me. She said, I would have never known everything you've been through by looking at Yeah, you. No, I, I, know, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have either. You're, you know, yeah. there's a picture. Uh, maybe I'll bust out some pictures. Yeah. People like my, my story, but. Yeah. You know, like, there's this picture. I mean, I look like Oh, wow. Like, I look bad. And I would have I never but been able to know, tell. You you have to grow. And you yeah. have to put yourself back together. And yeah. Do the things that you yeah. know are yeah. the right thing. And right. then the other things are going to lead you to yeah. other right things. I'm glad you said that. We, we got to you know, wrap it. It's, we, it's that. We, we got to wrap the show up. Yeah. But um, I, I thank you for coming through yeah, because absolutely. your your story has been amazing. And I'm a lot of people listen to my show now. Okay. And I'm really yeah. hoping that they're able to take something from it and so. really apply it to themselves. But do you have any final thoughts? You know, just do, do what you know is right. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you don't yeah. know what's right, and there's a quote somewhere that says, mm -hmm. do your best until you know better. There you go. And then once you know better, do better. There you, you go. Know, that's kind of like yeah. how I've lived my life. Like, yeah. Once you know what you're doing, mm -hmm. do better than that. There and you go. Once you know better than that, keep going and you're going to get to where you want to go. I and not everybody support has that. to own a business. Yeah. Not everybody has to have material. Not There's people who yeah. are content with simplicity. Yeah. And sometimes you have to remember that yeah. It just is what it is. There like, you go. Quit worrying. Simplicity about. is key sometimes to a lot of people, man. And yeah. I, please, I want y'all to understand it. It's the Boy Product, Life of Product Podcast. Molly Prescott on the show. This is episode 109. You can catch it in Gastonia on, what is it, South South Street? It's 192 South South Street, mm -hmm. Gastonia, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. If you follow Molly Things All Day and come check out the shop and come eat and mm -hmm. hang out. Come hang out with it. Come get your come get your beard done. You know what I mean? They're having a big when is the beard competition? So the beard competition is gonna start November first and then it'll uh -huh. be entry forms. You'll be able to um go to a few different locations to uh -huh. enter. And you know, we're gonna crown Gaston County King of Beard or Beard Championship, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be a good time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Keep me posted. I'm gonna pull up and for that. Yeah, and I'm definitely don't, it's not all about length, gentlemen. Okay? <laughs> like, my beard isn't that long. Yeah. No, you know, a good quality beard. Exactly. Is, beard? is it healthy? Is it strong? Exactly. Are, you know, does it fit your personality? Yeah. Or your line straight? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, there's more to a beard than length. Absolutely. Know? It's the boy product. Molly, have you there. Molly Prescott came through. I better go to the beard competition. Molly's going to plug me in with the mirror. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there. We're going to manifest as the boy product. Episode 109. I'm out, baby. Gia.